Uh, that wasn't quite as frothy no, as mine. No, it wasn't. I tried to force that one a little bit too, and it still wasn't very good. Uh, you got your intro ready to rock? I think I'm as good as I'll ever be. Yeah, as good as I'll fuck. I mean, that's, I say that every day, but you look how <laughs> I turn out. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Why would you want to listen to two old guys yelling at clouds? And the worst thing, one of them is a fucking Swifty. Anyways, if you're still listening, here's Adam and Steven. Welcome out to it. This is another episode of the Old Men Who Yell at Clouds podcast, when we get together to talk about the things that matter to us. We are episode 111, for you kids who can't read understand that. It is July the 10th, 2022. It is around noonish. We are podcasting live from Vancouver, British Columbia. Yes, and we would like to acknowledge that the land that we gather, the land on which we gather, that's it, yes, is the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples, including the territories of Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. That sultry voice you just heard was yeah. Stephen. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Adam. <laughs> that was, that made me, that made me unfold a little Ooh, bit. But yeah. before we get into unfolding, uh, you can support this podcast by hitting our website, oldmenhealklaus.com, and supporting us. Please donate, buy us coffee, do something. We need help, okay? You've I, heard this shit. You've just listened to this. Uh, you think this is good? <laughs> I should talk like this all the time. Huh. I will give you $5. This, this would be really you, difficult to do all if you do the whole for show two like hours. This. Hello, Adam. Uh, uh, hey, hello. hey, speaking of which, we have another donation. We have another coffee. Holy we, shit. We got, another, we got another coffee. But but you know what? It's the same person, and, and thank you very much. It's the same person who... Who bought us the first coffee? <laughs> wow! So we've, we've so had two we, donations. We've had two donations from the same Fucking person. Moving up. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we have one. Name? We have one loyal listener. His name is Mark, and oh, uh, he, he's he's a good friend of mine. Actually, we go back many many years. We grew up together. He's a, he's a like I guess he's a loyal listener, and uh, oh. he enjoys our show. Thank thank you. Somebody does at least. Um, (laughs) one to go, one down, (laughs) a thousand to go. But yeah, anyways, really cool. Thanks again for the support. And, um, yeah, a couple other people would be nice just to kind of help us along. I mean, it's not hard. I mean, Mark just took the time. So Mark, it's a crisp pie five for you. Thank you very much. Uh, you just go to oldmanhealaclaws.com, click the link and just go. You have to enter in some, some information to donate, but you know, we're all about privacy. So these shits can be secure. So just do it. Get it over with and let's go. Yeah. That's it. That's all we ask. Exactly. Thank you. Yes. All right. So um, what is happening to us this week? Uh, we are taking vacation. So this is our last little week before uh, we're off for two. We're back for a couple. We're off for another couple. Then we're back till Christmas, baby. So uh, we'll try to make this a good one. That's the plan. Uh, but, I mean, it's really hard to make it good when I was driving downtown this week. And I drove past an anti-abortion protesters. This is in Vancouver. This is our home and native land, damn it. They were on the corner of Broad and Georgia. They were set up on all four corners, protesting wow. their dumb bullshit. And I just drove by. I was honking. I flipped them all off. If I, you know, <laughs> like, I'm just like, what are you guys doing? What? I, you know, we're very pro-choice on this. And um, the fact that this was in our city, I mean... I mean, everything's in our city, but the fact that this was happening and it was in broad daylight, it was like about two, was about two ish. And, uh, I was pissed off. 
Uh, I would have stopped and pulled over and yelled at them some more, but uh, I just seen uh, just yelled at Scandinavians out my window, and uh, <laughs> that was that was the best I could do. Uh, but uh, I did you have you because you're in the core of downtown. Have you seen any more of the shit going on, or is it kind of the uh, well, or haven't seen anything? Well, well, number one, thanks for stopping by. Uh, you you <laughs> were you drove right by my place, and you didn't even say hi. You didn't even tell me you're coming. You didn't even deliver that. Xbox, Xbox that you said that you uh, that I could that you were donating to me. So so th- thanks thanks a lot. Thanks a okay, lot. Okay, this ties this ties into my second story, but we'll continue. Well, okay, <laughs> all right, let's finish then. Um, I I did not see that, but I'm not surprised. Uh, I'm not surprised yeah. at all because we we talked about uh, uh, people up here having the same uh, opinion, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's it, it's it's awful. It really is. I, 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 I don't know what I would do if I walked by and saw this happening. I mean, it's no different than some of the other protests that uh, that are going on and some of these uh, right-wing conservative types. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a shame, though. It's really it's too shame. bad. But uh, yeah, I just thought I'd share. I don't know. It's If you see him, throw an egg in him. Do something <laughs> better than we can. Um, I've been doing a lot of meetings downtown and... Uh, I mean, I would come and visit you, but someone works regular hours, so it's very tough. But are you still working from home? Have you commuted in recently? Are you commuting uh, in or I'm still once work- a week? No, still working from home. Um, I mean, there's the odd time I, I still have been to the office. When did I last go to the office? I can't even remember. It's, Either do it's I, been actually. a month. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, it seems like it's been maybe once a month. Okay, uh, that's not bad. And so I have not been for a while. Again, I can't remember. Uh, I'm probably going in one day next week, but it, yeah, it's, it's an irregular thing and it's just kind of a, as needed at this point. So, um, yes, you, you still could have stopped by, man. I, well, I could take five for a, I could take five for a coffee or whatever. And, uh, for a drop off or a drop off. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I've been downtown a, a couple of times. I'm doing a lot of meetings and, uh, meeting some friends who I haven't seen in a while, but, uh, we go to Starbucks because it's too early to drink beers at twelve noon because we're uh, we're not we don't party hard. Meeting but meeting always, some meeting some friends, eh? And what the fuck am I? So I mean, yeah. you're you're a ghost. You're more than a friend. I need oh. more time with you. Oh, I we see. We need to that. talk about the thing. I can record the full show, and that's a show. Okay, that's an easy one. That's a behind the scenes look. But All right. carry on. The Sorry problem about that. the the problem is is that uh, we go to Starbucks a lot. Yeah, and in, in Vancouver they charge a cup fee, which is twenty five cents. Yes, and we've talked I about was, it. Yeah, we have. But I I was thinking you should be able to return the cup and get your twenty five cents back, like a deposit. Did we hey, talk about that last no, time? I don't actually no, remember no. that. No, we didn't. I we had, didn't talk about that. And that and that way we know for sure that it's getting recycled, I guess, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, we'll contact the powers that be. But I thought about that when I was driving home, pissed hey, off for paying yeah. 50 cents in cup fees, buying a friend a coffee. Yeah. So I was just like, what the shit? Yeah. So um, that was just another thing I had in my mind. What the hell is going on? I using, I'm using the shitty old little tripod on my desk to... To do this stuff, and it keeps moving, it keeps sliding on my desk. So periodically, you see my hand grab the camera and move it back. Oh, oh that's fuck. that's what you're doing. Fuck all. It's if it's not one thing, it's another with you and your, I know, and your, man. And your tech. Well, I just toys. don't have. I don't have a lot of space to work with. Like I have a little alcove that everything's jammed into. There's so much tech in this one little spot. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. I just don't know. 
Anyways, um, anyways, good idea about the yeah. cup fee. Um, do you know if they are even allowing f- for you to bring your own cup anymore? Because initially they weren't. Are they allowing yeah, that it, now? I think so. But I think, I think so you too. only get 10% or 10 cents off. So they're still, so you, are they still charging you 25 cents for cup fee and then, and then 10 cents off? Or no, they don't charge the cup fee, obviously. They don't charge cup fee. But they still yeah. give you 10 cents off. Okay. Well, that I makes think. sense. But it's, hey, it's, it's something. If you're going for a coffee every day, then why not, right? Yeah. And they also have the 25 cent bag fee. Yes, everywhere. And that's everywhere. Yeah. That's not in Vancouver. That's everywhere. Yeah. So um, on Sundays when I go to work, there's uh, usually a guy, one of the teammates, brings food. And when he brings food, it's just whatever. It's like someone brings like a like a box of um, a box of samosas or whatever it is. Yeah. I decided to bring 20 cheeseburgers from McDonald's. Oh, no way. Cool. So I did that a couple of weeks ago. But uh, when I went to pick up said cheeseburgers, the lady's like, do you want a bag? I'm just like, well, sure, yeah. Okay, well, that's 25 cents for the bag. Next time I do that, because I do curbside pickup at McDonald's, I'm going to ask them not to give me the bag. So the lady, dumb bitch, has to carry 20 cheeseburgers out to my car. Let's see if she spills anything. <laughs> Now, now, now! Don't, don't call. That's her. what I want to do. Don't call Screw her names, you guys. I know. And you're well, not not her as a dumb bitch, but the company is a dumb bitch. Yes, okay. I want to. I want to punish them. Screw you. Or a dumb like how bastard. <laughs> or you're you're making it personal on somebody, and it's well, it probably is because well, sh- there's a group of people who have made this decision, but uh, but no one's a bitch. Yeah, you're right. Okay, dumb corporation. Yeah. There it is. But um, yeah, that's. Um, that's that's my next thing, and you know that's it's, those are the yeah those are the things that really, I mean, come on, you you're buying a big product like a you're feeding a family, whatever it is, well, or your yeah. coworkers. It's obvious, and you're bag. carrying it all this stuff. Yeah. Like I'm surprised, like I didn't even have any fries. If I had fries, <laughs> it would have been a shit show. That so would have gotten very messy. Yeah, um, I I mean, hey, I think I think the principle of it is good. Uh, is there a better way they can do this? It's about educating people though, right? And I know it's a people, we bitch about it, we complain about it, and we don't like paying 25 cents, but it's about kind of educating and getting people in a routine to bring their own bags or or that sort of thing. And I mean, is it working? I, I think it's working for us personally. I mean, and hopefully it is for everybody else because every time we go out and we think we're going to be stopping at a store, we make sure we have a, a bag with us, right? So we don't have yes. to waste plastic or paper and we don't have to pay that 25 cents. So I know yesterday um, we did have a bag, so we picked up groceries when we were out. But I did stop, uh, we were on Main Street and I did stop at Neptune Records. Nice. And I did make a, a purchase. Uh, I don't know that they charged me 25 cents because I, I, I normally have a tote or a bag from Neptune as well that I... If I know I'm going, I bring it with me, but I didn't yesterday. Yeah. I, I don't think they charged me yesterday because they did I did ask for a paper bag. Well, fuck yeah. For my dude. purchases. Yeah. So very good on them. But it but again, it's it's about it's about uh yeah, getting into this routine and I mean it's easy to throw a bag in your pocket or something like that, or make sure you've got a couple bags in your vehicle when you go and you're all good. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah, that's what I do. I keep a big ass Walmart bag, and it's all a Walmart bag because it's big. I can yeah. it's a one trip bag. I can hold everything, and I'm in and out. So yeah, very that's good. The reason why I use that one. It, it, it really sucks that it's kind of come to this, but I guess the again big picture here, it's probably good overall for the environment. It's something we just have to start doing. Yeah, I agree. 
Uh, what you purchase at Neptune last night or yesterday? Uh, I bought, uh, actually, I bought some vinyl uh, on a my pick of the week. Uh, the, the funny thing is I did make that purchase on Bandcamp for the digital version. Yeah. Because on Bandcamp, well, I'll talk about it later. How about I talk about that one later? Okay. Uh, and the other one I bought was, uh, let me see if I can find it. And there's, you, you might laugh, but hang, hang on one sec. I'm going to. Oh, God, here up. we go. <laughs> Shit, I can't remember the last record I bought. Yeah. Uh, it's It's been a minute because it's probably been, yeah, fuck, I, I can't even tell you. Okay, so can you, are you going to be able to see this? Can you see this? You can see me. There you go. Now you can see it. Oh, Journey. So, uh, and maybe it'll, that, maybe Journey will come up later in our conversation too because there's something else going on. But anyway, I picked this up. This is a... I think this show was actually released on CD back in 2005, but it's from their Escape Tour in 1981. It was recorded nice. recorded live in Houston. The reason why this is maybe a little significant for me, yeah, I can put it down now. Uh, is it a big box set? Like, is it thick? No, it's a it's a two vinyl set. Obviously, oh, okay. heavy heavy weighted vinyl, and uh, it's black vinyl. It's just yeah, it's just a regular gatefold two LP set. Yeah. Uh, actually a really good recording. I did listen to it yesterday after I got home. Excellent recording. Great. Sounds good. Performance is really good. Yeah. The reason why, uh, this is sort of significant for me is like, I mean, I, I was a big journey fan back in those days growing up. I did see them twice back then in concert. Um, but this show in 1981 from their escape tour is, uh, I also saw this tour in Hawaii. When I oh. went in 19, I'm sure it was 1981. Um, yeah, so I thought it was just kind of cool. Same same tour, uh, so same set of songs that I probably would have heard back then when I saw them at the Neil, Neil Blaisdell, Neil Blaisdell, Neil Blaisdell Arena in Hawaii, Honolulu, Hawaii. Uh, anyways. That's awesome. So that's why uh, this just came out on vinyl. Uh, yeah. So that's why I saw it, thought I'd, thought I'd pick it up. Had to. Had to do it. That's a necessary purchase. Why'd you buy this? Well, baby, I saw them back in the day. I got to have the vinyl of the show. Brings back memories. Yeah. Fuck, how old were you when you would have saw that show? I would have been 17, 16 or 17. That's a badass. And was that your first? Do you remember what your first concert was? I cannot remember because it would have been before this for sure. My, yeah. I, I'm thinking, and I'm not 100% positive. I'm thinking my first show would have been Triumph. Oh, that's badass. Yeah. And I, t I do tell this story all the time. I, I wanted to see Kiss and Cheap Trick. It would have been 1976 or 1977. I'm thinking it was 76. Um, and I, my parents felt I was too young. So, And I was at an age where they would have had to take me or drive me to Calgary. And, and they didn't want to do that anyway. So, Yeah. But that would have been a cool... I was a big fan already of, of those two bands back then. Cheap Trick was just getting started. I think that maybe they, if it was 77, they probably just released their first album. Uh, it would have been a cool show. Oh, yeah. So, uh, around that. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I think it was Triumph um, because I saw them a handful of times really early on. I was a big fan of them kind of early on yeah. too. So that would have been, I'm guessing 79, 78, 79, something like that. I think Triumph are coming back. Are they? They're, because they're playing Vancouver soon. No, they're, no. Are yeah. they? Are you serious? 
Uh, oh, maybe it's uh, maybe it's Harlequin. I always get those guys mixed up. <laughs> big difference. No, like it's a tri- uh, triumph. Yeah, it's not. Tri- it's not definitely not triumph. It's definitely Harlequin. Yeah, because they're playing some festival in Port Moody. <laughs> so, I, I would not be triumph. Yeah, that's it. Harlequin that, makes that, sense. That's definitely I guess. A triumph. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Because we talked about uh, that. We talked about the Triumph documentary uh, yeah, that came which out. Which is awesome. Yeah, you did see it then, did you? Did you watch it? I did yeah. watch it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Really, really good. Because um, they've kind of been split up for, for a few years. I think they were even kind of estranged for a little bit where they didn't really talk to each other. Yeah. Uh, so it was really cool that they did get together, put that documentary together. They did have a performance uh, for fans uh i guess and really that's i mean i think that was a one-off i don't know that they're planning on touring or anything like that again so anyways but if you get them mixed up with harlequin you can see him at the local corner store whenever you want (laughs) (laughs) but um what was i gonna say yeah uh, my first i think i've said this before on the show but my first show was kiss here in vancouver for the bc place new year's eve show 99 i think it was 98 99 for whatever that show was yeah Ah, uh, that was cool. And again, like you, I was pretty young, uh, and I was just every day, hey, Dad, can we go see Kiss? He's like, no. Dad, can we go see Kiss? No. Dad, can we go see Kiss? No. On like the 31st, Dad, can we go see Kiss? He's like, yes. <laughs> he had two tickets. So I spent uh, New Year's Eve, 98 or 99, I think it was 99, at uh, BC Place with uh, Kiss. So that was that was actually really fun. Yeah, I, I think it was, it, 99 seems to ring a bell too, because wasn't that their Kiss Alive 4 album? I think it was released at, in, at at BC, or it was recorded at BC Place. I think that was the same show, same tour, or whatever. I don't know. I've got that on Something CD. Like that. I know that. So that's uh, that's all right. We were yeah. talking about CDs the other day. And when was the last time you actually played a CD? Did we talk about this on our show last week? Two well, weeks ago? we talked about the last time we maybe bought a CD, but we didn't talk about playing a CD. And yeah. I think it's. I think I'm. I think it's the same thing. I can't remember. Yeah. I just don't I just don't play them anymore. Yeah. Everything is digital. If I want to play an album uh that I have on CD, I'll just I'll just, you know, I'll still play it from front to back or whatever or you know, play it through starting at song 1, but I'll just play it digitally now, whether it's on my laptop or I beam it to my Sono system here or whatever it is. Yeah, it's just I just don't uh, I I don't know, but at the same time, I've still got my fucking 2,000 CDs here. Yeah, and that's after getting rid of some. Um, They're taking up space in the storage room, and I'll probably never play them again. I just, but I don't want to part with them. I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I was trying to donate them, uh, and there was a library that was going to accept them and buy them off us for a dollar. But uh, that uh, then COVID hit, and that kind of fell through the wayside, and now they're not returning emails. So I don't know what to do with uh, like you. I have from working in the meat. Like I use, I use a CD. I use three CDs as a coaster. For uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're still in their packaging. One is a Roots album. One is a mixed CD, and one is I don't even know Zebra Zebra and Giraffe. I okay, don't know I, I don't to know what I, that is. This is a gift from Universal Music. So a good buddy Dale gave this to us, uh, or gave it to me, and I haven't even opened them. They're sitting in the, yeah. using them as a coaster for my cold drinks or whatever I get. So, I mean, I see them every day, but I don't think I've played one in years ever since yeah. I got rid of my car. So it's been at least two years because I had a CD player for that, and uh, like my new computer doesn't even have a CD player. So 
it's uh well well no and laptops they don't come with a cd drawer in them anymore you would have to buy an external drive on on your laptop um it's just i mean and so the same thing with with dvds and blu-rays i i just i don't know you know i've got uh how many dvds or blu-rays do i have i i don't have a lot but i you know i probably still have four or five dozen of them Probably yeah. something like that, if not a little bit more. Um, I'll probably never play those. I just everything's digital now, man. It's you can stream yep. everything. So, so I, the vinyl is still good. The vinyl again, I like pulling it out and listening to that yeah. and the the warmth sound and looking at the looking at the cool colored vinyl that they produce nowadays and the and the large album jackets but uh cds dvds i just fuck i don't know they're just taking up space man the only physical media i still buy are video games because video games come on like those super blu-ray discs that hold you know 160 gigs whatever it is plus you still have to download shit from the servers to get the games actually rocking but uh you purchase the game you technically own the game uh when i bought my ps5 back in november I went to Best Buy and got, got a couple games that I haven't played before, but they didn't have a game that I wanted. It was called God of War. I got a call on Friday saying, hey, the game you ordered came in. I'm like, wow. what the fuck game did I order? Later. Yeah. Like, you ordered a game in November. It's finally here. I'm like, holy shit. So I actually went and picked up God of War. Uh, it was $20 or $19.99, whatever it is, so like 23 bucks and change. But uh, yeah, I got that to play now, so I'm pretty stoked on that. But uh but you can. But the thing is, you probably don't even need to buy the games anymore on physical media because you can download them all now too. Yes, yeah, so you're able to download, yeah. but that takes. I mean, yes. they all take space. That's even a, if you install it, it takes space. It's too. a lot of data for sure. It is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so you have to have a pretty decent internet uh, connection, uh, yeah. some good bandwidth. But but still, the point is, you can. Yeah, you don't need, need to leave your fucking house to buy anything anymore. So no, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but having said that, I own a Nintendo Switch as well, and uh, my I've tried something different with that one because instead of buying the little cartridges, I'm like, oh, I'm going to make this one all digital. So every game I have on that system is all digital. So you download from the Nintendo Store and just go. And I, I have one physical game because I wanted to be able to trade with buddies. Hey, you want to try Donkey Kong? And they, they give me whatever else. So I have one physical game that lives in the console, but everything else is all digital for that one. And that's the very first system that I've ever done that with because I've always liked seeing the media. You know, I don't know what it is. Like, I think that's why we don't want to part with our CDs because we like seeing the media. Yeah. But they're all sitting in a fucking box somewhere in storage. Like, we're never going to see them again until we pull it out. But, uh, well, mine actually are on a shelf in the in the storage yeah. room, and but 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 again, <laughs> I don't touch them. They're just sitting yeah. there. I don't pull them out. I don't look at them. Um, with the switch, I don't. Uh, I'm not a gamer. Do you? Yep. In, do you? Is there a USB storage? Is there a? Can you insert an SD card? How does it work then yeah. for for storage with those things? So on the actual system itself, it has 64 gigs, yeah. but you can buy like a micro SD card. Okay. And I bought like a 512 gigabyte one, so I'm good. Uh, each game can so each game is in between like 500 megs to, I think the biggest one I saw was 52 gigabytes. Uh, but you know that's still nothing in comparison to any of the PS5 oh, or Xbox for One sure, games. For sure, yeah. So. 
Uh, and the Switch is like an older system. Its graphics aren't the greatest, but it's a handheld system that's no bigger than probably your phone, the screen, or it's a little bigger, a little wider, but yeah. two dedicated controls. And, you know, they have all the classic Nintendo games. Um, right. At work, we are very competitive with a game called Mario Kart. It's a racing oh, yeah. game. You throw bananas and shit. It's super <laughs> intense, and we have some pretty good battles uh, That's funny. while we're supposed to be working. But uh, don't yeah. tell anyone. No. Um, cool. Let's, let's, uh, let's talk about things that we actually have in prep. Uh, my parents came back from a cruise. Uh, they both have COVID. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, it kind of is what it is. So I have been isolating privately in my own room. Uh, The way our room's set up or the way our house is set up is that my dad kind of lives downstairs and his man cave works downstairs. His big ass TV's downstairs. He has his own bathroom. My mom kind of lives in her bathroom in the outside area space. Uh, She has a TV in her room and I'm obviously in my room where everything happens and I have, I can use the main bathroom for things. So I've been isolating from them, walking around in the house with masks and stuff. Uh, they recently came back from a cruise, so that's obviously where they caught it from. Uh, my dad wasn't feeling well when I picked him up on Saturday. Uh, he tested positive on Monday. And then my mom was negative all throughout the week, so they we all separated, and that's when we came up with our plan. But my mom tested positive on Friday. Yeah. So it's been kind of a it's kind of been a, a whirlwind of uh, a shit going on in the Bolin household. So I haven't I've tested negative again today, uh, but um, I feel fine. Allergies are acting up a little more than normal, but that's to be expected. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, yeah, it's been uh, it's been kind of it's been kind of a whirlwind. But COVID's still alive and well. It's still flourishing. And even they went on a cruise. They caught on a cruise ship. And when COVID first came out. Uh, it was talked about that cruise ships were petri dish for this fucking thing. Don't exactly. go on cruise ships; yeah. everything's canceled. Um, but since then, they've uh, were supposed to upgrade all of their infrastructure to make sure that everything was all filtered and everything was all good to go. Well, clearly, it didn't work. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know where they caught it. I don't know how they caught it. But as we talked about, it's very contagious and very, uh, very not good to go. And it's, it's uh, it's kind of one of those things. So before we get into what's going on with COVID, you had COVID, but did your partner catch it? Did she catch it as well or no? No, she did not, which is really yeah. good, obviously, yeah. for her. But it's still obviously really weird because we're living in, in the same household. space and we have a small sp- you know, space compared to what you've got. Maybe you can yeah. isolate sort of a little bit. Uh, we have, you know, we're in a small condo or a small apartment here, so. Yeah. Um, there's no way for us to avoid each other. Um, hopefully you're going to be okay. Um, I so. are they really sick or, or, no. uh, so they're not too bad. Okay. Well, that's they're good not too bad. because your dad, I think is, you mentioned he's immune yeah, compromised he's, and. Yeah. So he has uh, lung issues and, uh, whatever else, but he seems, uh, the first couple of days he's like, oh yeah, I just fucking feel like garbage. But now he's like, he's. Like filling up the pond in the backyard, so he's like he's doing things now. Yeah, mom hasn't been too bad. It's a couple uh, Benadryl day, all in one tablets, and she's kind of just puttering around the house. Yeah. But uh, well, hopefully, no long term effects as well, because that's yeah, really, that's that's always the the big thing. You may not get too sick, but the long term effects could be quite debilitating for a lot of people, anyway. So yeah, um, yeah, travel travel is crazy. I mean, I think that is how I caught it. I don't know for sure. But I yeah. think I caught it in the airport in Calgary or the flight home uh, because it was 
close to two weeks later, I think, when I tested positive and felt a little sick. Um, and I see, that's the thing. I've heard so much recently about travel. Everybody, almost everybody who travels, who hops on a plane, it seems they are getting sick. Yeah. Uh, it's so, it's, it's spreading so easily. And, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much we're going to get into this, but it sounds like the numbers are going to be getting pretty bad. Yep. These, uh, it's the BA4, BA5 variant that is with us now and that's what is i think that it is being considered another wave of those two sub variants so uh they're predicting it could get pretty bad again i don't know that the symptoms are necessarily any worse than the previous versions of of uh what's what's the variant um omicron omicron yes correct yeah, yeah. so i don't know that the sickness is necessarily worse but it's it's transmitted a lot more Easily. Yeah. And, um, uh, and yeah, I mean, yeah, it's still going to put people in the hospital. And, and people still don't realize, I think, that the number of deaths is probably at, uh, well, I don't know for sure. I mean, the deaths are, are uh, very significant still. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just going to get worse. And we need to start doing something about it. Um, I Before we got on talking or sending our prep around, <clears throat> this morning I caught something saying, um, experts said in general that these subvariants do not have uh, divergent symptoms from the earlier version of Omicron. People infected with the B4A and the B5A may develop a cough, running nose, sore throat, fatigue, headaches, and muscle pains, same as Omicron. Uh, however, they are less likely to lose their senses and taste or smell or experience shortness of breath. So as they've said from the beginning, it's kind of mutating. Yes. And I think the boosters are helping in the fact that it is kind of, it's still not destroying uh, COVID by any means, but I think it's lessening the symptoms. So, I mean, that's, that's bottom. It kind of sounds like a cold, but again, we still don't know. And we're still, they're still doing research on long-term COVID and we've been yes. preaching about that for a while. See, the thing is, people need to realize this is not the flu. You, you don't have the flu in the summertime like we're seeing right now, right? So yeah. people need to get over that, number one. Um, yeah. Number two is this is we're going on two and a half years of this bullshit, and it's still here. Yep. It hasn't gone away, unlike the flu normally does. It's a seasonal thing. Um, number three is there is a large percentage of people who do not even have their first booster yet. So yes. they have their two full vaccinations uh, no booster. And, and I think that's where that's, that's, that's number, that's part of the problem. Uh, people need to get their booster. People need to get their first booster. And then, well, we've, we've, com I've complained about how the government is doing things regarding the second booster at this point. But, uh, yeah, at some point, at least anyways, there will be a second booster available for the majority of the population and people need to do that when they are eligible. Yeah. And it sounds like it's coming in the fall. Right. And, and see, and that's, I, I have an issue with that as well. I, Dix, Adrian Dix went on, uh, I think he earlier this week, he was talking about all this and he said, BC could be distributing the vaccines widely in the fall time due to this, yeah. due to this new wave, this uh, BA4, BA5. And, I understand part of it in that, you know, I think they are always evolving the vaccines depending on the variant. 
And again, the longer this goes on, the more they're going to have to change uh, the vaccines, the more vaccines or boosters we're going to require as this keeps going. So, yeah, uh, which is, yeah, we need to put an end to this somehow. But it, but anyways, I understand that, you know, him saying, well, okay, let's let's wait for them to change up the vaccine or the booster before we <clears throat> before we consider that that second shot or the second booster. But they don't know when, number one, they don't know when for sure it's coming. They say the fall time, but who knows, yeah. right? Number two is there are so many people now who are willing to get their second booster. You know, why not give it to them? Regardless of whether yeah. or not they are in that category. It's 70 plus, it's indig- indigenous people, 55 and older, and it's all those who are immune compromised or if you're in a long-term facility or something like that right but vaccines are going uh, are expiring and they're basically being wasted and yet there is a a good probably a good chunk of the population who would gladly take their second booster you know so why not give it to them yeah and and you give it to them now and then come december they will be eligible for that uh that other booster that's um maybe has been developed or modified to tackle these other, you know, tackle these other variants. I mean, it's just, I don't know. To me, it just doesn't make sense. I think our, yeah, our, our politicians are failing us and, uh, and the masks are another thing. I think you may be wanting, uh, you want to talk about this, but I think, I think they are going to have to implement a, ma- a mask mandate at some point again. Yeah, I think so. I think they're going to come back on August the 1st because the way the numbers are going up. Um, this morning, that article I was talking about, it's on the New York Times, but it says that one of the questions is, does wearing my mask protect me if no one else is wearing one? And then it goes, well, it's true that masks work best when everyone around you is wearing one. There are plenty of evidence that's showing that masks protect the wearer even when others around them are mask-free. Yes. It goes in talking about uh, N95 masks, which are the best ones, uh, KN95 and that... KF94 to protect yourself. Yes. So all those uh, work at yourself. Uh, another thing I thought was interesting. Oh, sorry, I was, but I was going to say is that we, we, we know that COVID is airborne. So people, yes. people could be in a room, could leave, you know, let's say somebody does have it. They could be in a room. They could leave the room because it's airborne. People who enter that room after, even if that person is gone for a half hour, people who enter that room are at risk of COVID. So that's why even if the room is empty inside, you should still be wearing your mask. Yep. People don't understand that. People don't fucking get it. And it's, you know, people got to start learning because that's, Uh, that's the truth and that's a fact and you can't fucking deny that. So I don't know why people are, people are just, you know, basically people are ignoring that. Uh, there, I was looking for, I saw an article a while back and it was saying that, um, it was trying to determine how long COVID lasts in the air. So if you have COVID cough in your room and I fuck off, how long is it in the air for? Uh, the closest answer I could find was 12 minutes. I've, uh, uh, maybe that's new. I'm not sure. But I thought I read something, and this is not new. I read yeah, something yeah. that it could be in the room for a couple hours. Okay. Yes. And again, I'm not 100% sure of that. It was something I read at the time. That was probably six or eight months ago. I'm not sure. I don't know if they've got new research or, or, or what, but, but yes, that's why it's important to continue to wear your mask inside, even if other, other people are not around you. Yes. Yes. 
Um, and just the one other, I'll send you this article so you can post it. But um, another comment it makes is about uh, the plane travel, traveling in planes. And she goes, I know everyone talks about planes, but I would say buses are probably the riskiest. Then trains and then planes in order, high, in order, in order from highest to lowest. Um, she says she's an expert in airborne transmissions of viruses. So she thinks buses are worse than planes. Uh, I don't know why that is, but uh, that's what she says here. So I will yeah. send you this article. We'll okay. post it on uh, oldmenheyellowclouds.com. And... Um, well, these airlines say they somehow recirculate recirculate fresh air in airplanes, and maybe that's part of the reason why she says what she does. But I still think if you're in a fucking airplane with 200 people, regardless of whether or not there's recirculated air or filtered air or whatever it is, if somebody beside you has fucking COVID, and even if they're wearing a mask or if, let's say, they're taking their fucking mask off so they can have a drink of water, yeah. You know, chances are good that you're still going to be exposed to it, whether or not you get sick. I don't know, but, uh, but yeah, the risk, the risk is really high. And that's why I, you know, that's why I probably caught it that way. That's yeah. why other people, every, it seems like every time they travel, it's, uh, airports and, and, and the flights, the planes, I think are, is where people are being exposed. So that's part of the problem. Anyways, it's not certainly entirely all airports and airlines but uh obviously a large concentration of people in small spaces on those planes so yeah uh you found a good uh a good article about flight attendants tips on surviving travel uh i thought it was pretty i mean it just it's pretty much common sense but we know people are stupid um yeah it goes yeah just go early always fly direct fly as early as possible just kind of basic kind of things but um airports right now are still a mess COVID or not COVID it's the it's uh I had a friend where one of this guy but people I work with he was one of those TSA checkers like security checks yeah and um when COVID happened they laid off all their staff because they didn't need them so now the guys that they're hiring are idiots uh so that's why that's a big reason why there's long long waits at most airports Vancouver is famously in the news for being three or four hours, even closer to six or seven hours to get through security, missing flights because of it. So yeah, it's, uh, it's still, uh, it's still a hassle. Well, I hope they short their shit out soon, but it's still, yeah, it's still be, yeah, for sure. Because it's, you know, everybody is complaining about it and, you know, the airlines, you know, they, they tried to bring back their full fleet and stuff like that. And then they found that, well, they didn't have the staff, whether for whatever reason, you know, a lot of them were getting sick and that was part of it, you know, and now the airlines have had to cut back on their flights. They've canceled numerous flights over the summer. Uh, yeah. You mentioned the airports and stuff like that and long delays. So it's, you know, I have questioned, well, why even bother traveling at this point? It's expensive, long delays. It's just become a real pain in the ass. But if you do need to travel, yes, there are certain things that you should kind of, uh, you know, try and pay attention to to make things a little bit easier anyway. So, yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, interesting times. It's interesting times. I, I'm like, fuck it, man. Just stay home. <laughs> I told, as stay as home. I mentioned, you can, as I said earlier, you can, you don't need to leave your fucking house. You can order everything. You can got your streaming services. You can get groceries delivered. Uh, you still need to get out and get some exercise and fresh air and stuff like that. And uh, 
that's always a good idea, but fuck it, stay home. I mean, I don't know if you're going to be order, able to order things if fucking Rogers goes down yeah. again. Um, who are you with? What's your what's your uh, company? Who you uh, who's your cell phone provider? Our our telecom. We're also our our cell provider is Telus. Um, yeah. Uh, our internet here at home is through a company, a local company called Novus. Yeah. And Novus is great, by the way. There's my plug yeah. for Novus. If you have, if you have the capability of having Novus internet and TV in your home, um, then you should look into it. They're awesome. And uh, I think, I mean, I think they're mostly central to the downtown core. I think they have branched out to some areas like Strathcona, uh, Kits. Uh, so, because they do have their own infrastructure. Uh, but again, it's very centralized here in Vancouver. So, but if you have, if you have an opportunity, fuck Telus, fuck Shaw, go with Novus. Uh, they have branched out to New West because the girlfriend's oh. on Novus. Oh, okay. Well, there so you go. they're all the they're they're making their way. They're slowly infecting the Lower Mainland. Awesome. Uh, here in Delta, we use DCC Nets or Tricam Tricam. I don't know what the fuck it's called, but uh, Delta Cable is what it used to be called. Uh, but um, inter- my internet still worked, but well, not on my phone. But my phone service out. So I am Fido, Fido. Which, uh, okay, which is which Rogers works for Rogers. Yep. Uh, so I was down for the 24 hours. Wow. Um, I, I just, I just think the whole thing is crazy. I understand having down periods. Uh, when did it happen last? They say it was like 15 months ago. It feels like less than a year ago, but, uh, yeah, with Rogers, I, yeah, I don't know for sure, but yeah, something like that ago within the last year and a half anyway. But it was down for a full day, like a day, like full 18, 20 hours. So Um, obviously when, when it first happened, obviously Twitter blew up, they were saying it was a service or a cyber attack, which I couldn't find any, uh, news on, but it, it feels like it was just a service fail. What happened was it sounded like a, um, they upgraded some piece of a gear and it fucked up is what I paraphrasing here. Yeah. When it's, when it's so significant like this, people think about a cyber attack right away. And, uh, I mean, Hey, it's a very real possibility. That's for sure. And, uh, that's where we are today, but it's, but, um, in the end, at least that, at least what they're saying is it was a failure of one of their routers. It malfunctioned. Yeah. I, I guess they, they did a maintenance update or something like that. And, uh, yeah, something got messed up. I mean, we 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 know what firmware updates can do to hardware. Um, even our even our phones, our computers, our um, you know other electronics uh, that use typically use communication. I mean, even your Blu-ray players on on your you know on your home stereo, they have firmware yeah. updates too, right? Anything that's uh, it doesn't even need internet connectivity, I guess, because you can update firmware using a uh, using a flash drive or something like that. So, so hey, this is I guess it's a real possibility. But when it's something so significant and it affects people in so many people in so many different ways, uh, it's pretty it's pretty serious. And um, we rely on this stuff so much today. So it's kind of scary when something this massive happens. I mean, people people can't call nine one one. People yeah. people can't do their banking. People can't buy shit at the store. Who the fuck carries cash anymore? I know I don't. I mean, yeah, I some don't. people do. I, I get that, but I don't carry cash anymore. Everything is like everything is, you know, electronic payment now. So uh, this is serious shit. So 
you know, you kind of, you kind of wonder why people are pissed off at Rogers and they're, they're taking a pounding. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Um, I just want to know if they, uh, tried, uh, rebooting their device or <laughs> unplugging it for uh, 10 minutes and plugging it back in it's... or reset it to factory settings. These fucking guys. Uh, but all jokes aside, it's, um, it's, it's very scary that in, especially here in Canada, we're getting gouged by prices. I looked up uh, USA prices for phone companies, and you go T-Com or or T-Mobile or Virgin or whatever the other big one, um, Verizon in the states. You can go walk in, buy the latest, greatest iPhone or Samsung phone, plus a year unlimited, unlimited everything, no throttling, no nothing, for just under twelve hundred bucks. So that's your phone and unlimited everything for like 1200 bucks. Yeah. So that's what people do. They save up their shit. They, uh, they plan to do whatever it is got to do. In Vancouver or here in Canada, we're getting screwed over by Rogers, Telus, Bell, and um, Roger, Telus, and Fido. But it works with, uh, with um, what's it called? With Rogers. But um, yeah, we're getting screwed over, man. Uh, we play a lot of money for it. And this is old news, but uh, the merger between uh, Rods and Shaw's uh, Rogers and Shaw, there it is, should, shouldn't happen because they're just going to control the monopoly. And when they control the monopoly, they can set the prices whatever you want and we'll be continuing to get gouged. It's, uh, it's bullshit. And I'm not saying for the USA companies to come in, but there needs to be some, some sort of competition so we don't kind of continue to get gouged. I know uh, Ryan Reynolds with his Mint Mobile is trying yeah. to make a dent here in Canada, but it's just the, law, the way the laws are set. He can't, he can't do shit here. And it's and because of that, no other company can come in and do it. So we're all just kind of getting fucked over on cell phones and cell phone plans and all that stuff because it's owned by the it's owned by the government, and it's another reason why it's it's brutal. It's it's absolutely brutal. Yeah, well, it's well, it's CRTC that's obviously yeah. run by the by the government uh, or it's some sort of government appointed agency i don't know exactly how they came up with crtc but obviously they uh they most in most cases they side with with the big guys uh with the money with the you know again it's in this case it's shaw rogers and Telus. um yep you know and that's why again prices are so high so i i i don't yeah it's something all of us i think have bitched and complained about for many years now it's yeah. just um, there's no competition. I mean, I mean, like you said, Fido. People, people, a lot of people may not even know that Fido is part of the Rogers co- uh, company. Yeah. Um, Shaw Shaw runs Freedom Mobile. Um, so so yeah, that's where you know Shaw comes in and Rogers is trying to take that over. Although I although I heard one of the proposals for the merger was for. Rogers to spin off or to sell uh, Freedom Mobile so that there wasn't that monopoly, I guess, or such a monopoly in place. But but who knows? Um, like so, who owns uh, who owns Kudo? Kudo is owned by Telus, I think. Right, so. uh, and Bell. There's uh, Bell owns one of these smaller companies as well, right? So you know, so there the really aren't uh, many companies to choose from for your telecom service and um yeah there needs there needs to be there needs to be something done about that so um i don't know if you know they're in these mediation talks right now 
and that's part of the process as to whether or not the government's going to allow this merger to take place. Uh, hopefully, I think the CRTC initially said that they were not going to, but then there's still some competition committee that is looking at it. And I don't know, it's, it's all fucking government. It's all fucking politics. And yeah. who the fuck understands most of that shit. And again, you know, the people with the big money in their pockets are probably going to win somehow anyway. Of so, course. and we're going to have to continue to pay out of our fucking deep pockets but we don't have deep pockets. That's the problem. So we're getting hosed, people. We're getting hosed. Yeah. Yoga hosers. Yoga hosers. Um, last week, uh, I love TikTok. And uh, I've <laughs> talked. We were running late last week. I didn't get a chance to talk about this, but you found an article saying uh, leaked audio from 80 initial internal TikTok meetings show that user data has been repeatedly accessed from China. So back in the day, uh, I guess the Coles notes or the, the catch up is that uh, originally, I think it was peak COVID, this kind of information came out. It was saying that uh, they're accessing our user data, whatever it is, China was doing that and they were going to ban TikTok. And that was a big thing because it was keeping the road alive because all these people were using TikTok to do handle, take care of their stresses and stuff. But uh, it has now been shown that uh, the user data has been repeatedly accessed from China. So uh, who was right there, people? Uh, you were. Uh, I don't care. I mean, it is what it is. But uh, it's very alarming. Again, this is not like, I mean, the same thing for, uh, we are talking about this earlier, the same thing for Tim Hortons. I mean, they're accessing data all over the place. And it's, you got to be very careful on your apps and stuff that you're using for your phones. Because it's, um, the data, I think in the article said it mentions... Or takes your phone numbers and your birthdays. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it is it is alarming because well, again, yeah, we were talking about privacy and security, and and again, all of yeah. these different apps and services and trackers and everything that's going on in the background that most people aren't even aware of. So, uh, so yeah, in the case of TikTok, and and I and I kind of bugged you about this because like I know you love TikTok, and I. Yeah, and I know we were running out of time, but I kind of bugged you that, uh, well, since you're such a big user, you just wanted to avoid the issue and, <laughs> and not talk about it. So, but, uh, but we're talking about it here. And, you know, it is alarming when a, when a country like China, who, um, you know, you might think, well, they're on the other side of the world. Who gives a shit about our data and what they're doing with it? But, but you know, here is a country who, who does not give a shit about human rights. Um, you know, who knows what the hell they're doing with the data, I guess, is really what it comes down to. And, and TikTok has so many users. Their company, uh, which is, uh, the parent company is called ByteDance. They're such a large company. And, you know, uh, like, who, who knows, again, who knows what the heck they're doing with this stuff, right? Who knows whether or not they're piecing together, you know, parts of, you know, people's lives. And, and uh, you know, you might think this is crazy, but, you know, what... Like, like again, what's, what are they doing with this stuff? Are they, um, you know, is there going to be a, an identity theft issue here at some point? You know, like, again, who knows? You know, we talk about Russia and stuff like that all the time and how they're interfering with things over here. Well, China's no different. Yeah. So uh, I think people just need to be taking that a little bit more seriously. No, I agree. Um, it's, a, it's a shit show. So uh, stop using TikTok. Stuff. 
Yeah, oh, I'm not going to stop using it because I've learned many of cool things on TikTok, and it makes me laugh. At what so, cost? At what cost? Well, they can maybe take that's, my fucking phone number. You always get robocall smalls anyways. Yeah. Like, hello. Yeah. You owe the U.S. government $5,000. Yeah, well, that's, that's another story again altogether. <laughs> you know, and again, the CRTC could be putting a, putting a stop to that somehow too because I get those calls, uh, well, a couple times a week anyways. And it's really annoying. You know, I don't get a lot of phone calls. Uh, I don't have a lot of people calling me. I, I don't have a lot of people that need to call me. Uh, yeah. But when they are fucking interrupting my day with that bullshit, fuck, it pisses me off. Oh, yeah. And, it's brutal. Uh, yeah, it sucks. So. It's doesn't only it sucks it really sucks hard and i like fucking with i always hit the one button to talk to the guy when he answers the call i go i tell him to fuck himself go fuck yourself and he hangs up immediately yeah but most of the time uh, most of the time at least in my case it's a recording it's all automated and, yeah, and but you have to hit one no you don't no you don't oh, no oh, not shit. not in the calls that uh not in the calls that i that we get and and, okay. and here and here's the thing it's and it's all automated it's all a digital recording and everything like that here's the funny thing uh, they will call me first, and because my wife's phone is very similar to mine, in fact, there is one number that's different, and otherwise our numbers are identical. I shouldn't. Oh, that's cool. I shouldn't have said that uh, here. <laughs> uh, but they will call me, typically me first, and no lie, five minutes later they are calling her. They're just going, it's all automated. They're just going through the fucking numbers. They're going through the cycles. And like, what's, so what's, what is the purpose of it? Seriously, what, what are they trying to do? What are they trying to accomplish? Uh, they're pissing people off. Yes. Do they yeah. know that? Well, probably uh, they don't care, but really what, what are they, what are they trying to accomplish? Are they trying, you know, sure. They are probably targeting the Asian, um, demographic because you know most of the calls are um you know they they may start off in english but then they do start they progress to some other language and it's and it's asian um yeah but i mean so what are they trying to accomplish yes there's a large uh, there's a large community here in the lower mainland of of asian of asian people um, do they think that's okay? Well, maybe they'll land on a number eventually where they can scam somebody. Is that, is that ultimately what they're doing here? Uh, probably, I guess, but, but still somebody has got to put a stop to it cause it's really fucking annoying and it's been going on for a long time now. Yep. You can't block the numbers cause the number is different all the time. Yeah, um, and they're local numbers. It's like from the six oh four, like it's holy shit, or seven seven eight, whatever it is. Yeah, they are. So, a lot of them come from Ontario. A lot of them are local. Yesterday I got one, and can I bring it up here quick? Yesterday I got one. Was it from? Oh, I can't bring it up. Oh, info. Oh, I, no, it's not coming up now. It was from someplace like Bangladesh or something like that. Like it was. It yeah, was yeah. a fucking. European or Asian number, and uh, yeah, it's it, it it's garbage, man. I just it just pisses me off every single time. I mean, a lot of times I don't answer, period. But they always leave a voicemail, so you listen to the voicemail, and uh, yeah, it's the same old shit all the time. It sucks, man. It, it sucks. All right, let's move yeah. into a happier place. Uh, I finished Stranger Things four. Yeah. 
you finished Stranger Things 4 when it first came out, so I was a week behind you, so now we're talking about it, people. So uh, this is heavily spoiler-talked if you don't want to hear it or get it spoiled for you. Uh, Fast-forward a bit till you hear us talking about music. Uh, but, fuck, what a awesome, awesome way to... Uh, I thought it was... I th- honestly thought this was the end of Stranger Things. Well, I think everybody I did. Had, yeah. yeah, I had no idea there was going to be a season five, which blows my mind. Uh, I think that's super cool. But, you know, with the success of the show and all that shit happening, it doesn't surprise me. Um, I don't think it's gotten weaker by any means. I think it's picked up and I think the story is getting better and better. And you're, you're kind of figuring out what's happening with the, the gang and Eleven and the Upside Down and all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was, um, I thought it was a, a great progression from season one into this new season season four so yeah i i quite enjoyed it but what i um well well, let's let's talk about the throwbacks after but what did you think did you think are you think like i am did you like the progression of it or do you think differently do you think it kind of fell back what do you from season one through four like how do you feel about it yeah i know i like it i thought it was an excellent excellent show i enjoyed it a lot i think it progressed really well Season, yeah, yeah. season four, I think, was the best season out of all of them, especially yeah. after season three. I mean, it was, season three was good, but I think it did take a step back, I think, season three. Yeah. Uh, season four came back really, really strong. Um, it did bounce around a lot. So, like, there were multiple multiple stories, multiple locations, I think. And maybe, I don't know if, I don't know if anybody necessarily complained about that, but I think that was one comment where... You know, again, you've got a lot of this happening in Alaska and then eventually Russia. You've got this, uh, a lot of this happening in, um, you know, in their, in their town. Uh, what the fuck? I can't remember what the fucking town is called now. Um, you know, so, you know, some of this was in Utah as the, as, as some of the guys went on a, on a road trip. Um, so it was kind of spread, the locations were kind of spread around and maybe that got a little bit, a little bit, I won't say complicated, but I, I still think it tied the stories together really well, especially once you come to the end. So, um, I, I, like yourself, I thought this was the last season, and I, I really believe most other people thought the same thing too. Yeah. So, um, I think they really kept it under wraps pretty pretty well because you knew when season four ended that there was a possibility that there could, you know, could be another season at the same time. I kind of felt satisfied that, okay, well, you know, there's still going to be some deep shit happening here, but that's, you know, it still ended in a way where, you know, if there wasn't a season five, well, okay, I would, I would have been okay with it. Uh, but it was just the next day, the very next day, I think they, they, the Duffer brothers came out and said that, uh, no, there is going to be a final season five. Yeah. And of course, uh, a bunch of other things on top of that related to, uh, related to the series. So anyways, I, I thought it was, I thought it was great. I, I enjoyed it. It was an excellent show. No, I agree with that. I like, um. I mean, obviously there's more, and now there's more and more articles posted about kind of the throwbacks and the, you know, the tributes to different things. The ones I caught up right away was uh, Hopper the Barbarian when he's fighting the Demo Gardens and he pulls out the sword. Same sort of, same sort as Conan the Barbarian. I thought that was awesome because Conan was one of the first movies I ever watched. Yeah. I remember watching that with my dad, so that was super cool to see. 
Uh, what else did I find right away without looking it up? Um, the uh, Demogorgon Resurrection was kind of the same thing as Alien Resurrection, which is awesome because that also had Winona Ryder in it. So it was kind of the same. They're kind of walking through those vials of the Demogorgons, but in Aliens, they're walking through the uh, Alien guys, which I thought was pretty cool. Even kind of used the same camera angles, which I thought was great. Um, obviously, we're going to talk about the Metallica song. They use Master of Puppets for a pivotal part in the show when uh, Eddie's playing Master of Puppets, who it turns out Eddie was actually being played by uh, Tri Tay Tay Trujillo. Tri yeah, Trujillo? the song was being played by him. Yes, yeah, yeah which is cool. Who's the son of uh, uh, the son of Rob? Yeah, yeah. But what I thought was interesting, and um, they didn't use kind of key lyrics. So they used, um, obviously, Master Puppets is about addiction, but they used I'm Your Source of Self-Destruction, um, and it kind of ties into Vecna's story, and Where's the Dreams That I've Been After, which also ties into Vecna's story, but they left out Twisting Your Mind and Smashing Your Dreams, which ties in completely to Vecna's story, Yeah, and also Blinded by Me, You Can't See a Thing, which ties into Max at the very, very end. So I, I wonder why they didn't include those lines for it. But regardless, I thought that was fucking pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what the hell else did I find? I mean, all this stuff's on the internet now. But from, um, you know, from watching right away, I was making notes so we could talk about it because I knew there would be a bunch of cool things. Um, when there was a bunch of Star Wars tributes, um, there was one right when they, they're fighting in the facility. I guess it was Russia when they come to try to take Eleven away. And um, they're, it's kind of like the, uh, they're kind of like the hallway scene, whatever it is. It kind of reminded me of uh, New Hope, uh, like the opening war room scene I thought was okay. Um, during the, what else did I see? When uh, they're breaking back into the base, uh, I forget the, the nerdy guy with glasses. Uh, I think it's Murray. He says, uh, I got a bad feeling about this. Same way as in the New Hope when they're in the compactor room. Uh, what else did I find or see? Uh, there's the Top Gun text, which is for the War Zone part, which I thought was good. And one of the subtle ones, which I thought, which isn't so subtle because I've now seen it online, was the Pulp Fiction reference. Uh, when they're being tied up in the vines by uh, Vecna, when they get released, they say, like, I don't believe in a higher power intervention or divine intervention. And that's the same thing that Samuel Jackson said in Pulp Fiction, who was also, who Uma Thurman was also in Pulp Fiction, whereas in this one, uh, Robin, who is the daughter of Uma Thurman, is in Stranger Things. So I thought that was fucking pretty cool. Oh, cool. Uh, but that's yeah. all I caught. I mean, there's, there's hundreds more. Um, from reading the stuff on uh, online and stuff, obviously there's the Halloween tributes when Eddie throws on that Jason mask, but that was also from season two. Yes. Um, what else? Um, the Top Gun stuff. Uh, at the very, very end, uh, when Robin and Steve are up, are unloading the donations from the car, it kind of shoots up at them. So like the trunk shot, which reminded me a very uh, Tarantino uh, from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, cut and, that one, uh, yes. Yep, Kill Bill. Uh, the very, very end of the of season four, when Max is in the hospital, um, what's his nuts? Uh, the black guy. Um, 
not Will. Uh, yeah. Lucas. 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 Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Lucas is reading a uh, Stephen King's book, uh, The Talisman. Which, if you look up, tells I've never read it before. I don't know the story, but it's about a lady who's lost her soul coming back to her body. So that's kind of what's going on with Max. Oh, cool. So I think that's kind of a cool little Easter egg. Um, one thing which I thought was super, it's not really talked about, but um, when Max or when, when Max is floating in the upside, when she's getting possessed by Vecna, when that guy from the baseball team comes in, pulls the gun on Lucas, the white guy pulls the gun on Lucas. Yeah. It very it has very eerie undertones of what's happening in society right now. The fact that it was a white guy pulling a uh, a gun on a black male, um, you know, and then kind of going into fights and stuff, kind of like that. I thought, you yeah. know, I think it has way more uh, connections to society today than it meant to. But I mean, that was a super powerful scene as well. I thought of that immediately as well. Yeah. You, yeah. Uh, you. I think, well, you're a bigger movie and TV guy than I am. So I, you know what? I never, I never picked up on a lot of those points. Um, so a couple of them, yes, I did. Yeah, but, of course. But so to hear you, ones. yeah, to hear you talk about those now after the fact, it's like, holy shit. Yeah, you're right. That is, yeah. that, that, that's, I'm sure it wasn't just coincidence. I'm sure that was something these guys came up with and uh, whether it's to pay tribute or, you know, and, and, and I guess it probably happens all the time, maybe more yeah. than we know, but, uh, but still, yeah, it's kind of, kind of amazing that all of this stuff was happening in the background and I didn't even realize it. So interesting. Um, I, I've rewatched it again. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm, cause I'm like, because of that stuff, the movie nerd in me is going uh, a lot of back to the future references as well. Uh, even in Back to Season Three, when they're going, to, they actually go see Back to the Future. But at the very, very end, um, when he possesses the four souls and the town's being destroyed, it kind of gets destroyed by the clock tower, which obviously has significant meaning yeah, to Back to the Future because right. they do a bunch of stuff around there. Right. Um, so there's that stuff, um, and I think that's all. They were saying like, from the internet, apparently there's a tattoo on Eddie's arm that has bats, um, so that. Obviously, like, I mean, that's his final battle, whatever it is. Um, what else did I not pick up? I picked up on the Halloween stuff. Uh, I don't, I'm not a big Dungeons and Dragons fan, no, uh, but there's a lot of Dungeons and Dragons references, like the Hellfire Club for sure. Um, yeah, well, they, they, I mean, they reference that obviously quite openly, so that's yeah. yeah, and I'm not a big, I didn't get into that game either, so yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be pretty good. I'm not knocking it. I just yeah. never had the time to play it. Yeah. Um, I also thought, so when, about, all the way back to season two, uh, when Bob dies uh, protecting Joyce, uh, he's being eaten by a demigarden, and uh, Winona character is running and tries to save him, but misses, and Bob unfortunately dies. In season four, she comes back with that prod or whatever it is, and it's, it's, it's the same shot, and Harper's fighting off the demon, and uh, she comes in and tases him, whatever it is, and he gets up and runs to free. So we, I think it kind of redeemed herself from season two. Do you remember that? Right. No. I, well, I, yeah. now that you mention it, yes. But I, yeah. I never, I never, I never, you know, caught the reference. I guess. Yeah. And cool. then obviously the one that I missed, and it's so fucking easy, is that um, when Vecna is um, fucking with Max's good memory. And the snowball dance with all the 
exploding balloons with the blood. Yeah. Obviously, that's a carry reference. Yeah. Oh, but I you know pick, what? You know what? I didn't pick that up. You know what? We even mentioned that at the time. That yes, that yeah. Okay. That thing. I forgot about it. But yes, that yeah. we did pick up on that one right away. And again, because probably because Carrie is such an old movie. I mean that that yeah that movie that's the early seventy or mid seventies I think when that movie came out. So yeah. uh, we did catch that. Yes, very so, good. So, I mean, I remember seeing that at a time, but I didn't really compute. And then I went back and read a bunch of the stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. Because that's obviously that's Carrie reference. Yeah. So it's it's super cool. I, I And I I don't think it's a ripping off, but I think it is showing tribute because these guys reading interviews and stuff from these guys, they're for film nerds. Yeah, so. Def- definitely. Yeah, for sure. And again, it probably happens all the time anyways. It's like anything else, whether it's TV or, uh, of course, music. Music is the big one where... You know, bands or artists, they don't rip it off, but they kind of pay tribute, uh, you know, during some songs. And whether it's a similar lyric or a similar riff or something like that, happens all the yeah. time. Happens all the time. It's uh, it's cool, but I, I am super excited for season five. Yeah. Do you have any predictions for season five? I, I have none. I and, I and I don't like to kind of make any guesses or predictions or, you know, it's just sometimes you can see things coming as you're watching a series and you know you maybe know the direction that things are going to take but uh with this i i I, yeah i have nothing i don't want to be disappointed by making assumptions or predictions or anything like that so we'll just have to we'll have to wait and see see i'm not like that i'm a nerd i'm trying to figure it out already (laughs) i think something happened i think something's going to happen with will because will still had because in the season one he's the guy who got was first in the upside down world. So I think he still has a connection to it because at the very, very end, it kind of zooms in on him and he kind of gets his, his goosebumps. So he kind of has a spidey sense going off and he turns around first yeah. to figure out to watch all the spores and stuff falling down. So yeah. I think something with Will's going to happen. I also think Max is going to have a little bit of a bigger role because she was a standout character for that, uh, for this season. I thought she was, especially that full scene with Kate Bush. And her running through the cloud and that acting and all the, you know, uh, that was that was prime prime cinematography and storytelling. Right well, too. yeah, and one has to think that she's going to recover from from those. Obviously, she's not in very good shape at the end of yeah. season four. But you know, you know her. You know, with another season, you know her character. I think is I think she's coming back too. So what role yeah. she's going to play, I don't know, but. But you know, there's there's more coming from her. So I'm super stoked for uh, for definitely season five. Uh, yeah, and we're gonna have to wait a while probably because uh, obviously this is all new. They haven't started filming yet. It's going to take uh, a year and a half or something before we are probably even teased with something. So we'll see. I just think it's funny that Kate Bush and Metallica are sharing on top of the charts. Well, Top Gun is number yeah. one at the box office. It's, There's no interact or debits or internet. It's as close to 1986 as we're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't uh, we were out yesterday and we actually ran into Randy Wazlowski. So, uh, oh, so nice. It was, it was cool chatting with him. And you know what? It was kind of the same reference because we ta- just, you know, caught up and chatted about what was going on and what we've been doing. And, and yeah, it's funny how a similar reference came up. We were talking about, you know, Top Gun and Rogers blackout and, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, 
uh, yeah, it was it was good to catch up with him because it's uh, it's been a while. In fact, I don't think I've spoken with him since our chat here on our podcast. So that's been a a few months. Uh, always good to catch up with him. So he's a he's a pretty good guy. Always good to talk yeah. to. Good to talk to. Good to see him. No, it's good. Yeah, it's a great dude. Obviously, uh, you can find that um, interview at our webpage, oldmanhill.clouds.com. Check on the guests. He's uh, featured there. Uh, what episode do you think he was? He was episode 83. There you go. Episode 83. Talked, uh, Mr. Fantastic Slam Poets, uh, R.C. Wyslowski. So back to those songs though, real quick. Um, it's amazing how, uh, how much a TV show can revive an old song or artist. Uh, I mean, I mean, Metallica is still going. Um, Uh, it's Kate Bush. Uh, like I don't like. Where is Kate Bush right now? I don't even know what she's doing. Is she still making music? Is she still doing shows? Uh, you know what's going on. Obviously, this is uh, ha- this has everybody talking about her, and of course, this song again. So it, yeah. it, it's just it's just awesome how how pop culture can can kind of influence uh, things, even things that go way back uh, almost forty years, right? Because Master of Puppets came out. What in 1986? I think. Yes. Yeah. So, yep. so that's a long time, and and the song hit number one on the uh, iTunes charts or the iTunes rock chart at least. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I had it up here a sec. So, and Kate Bush's song that's from 1985. Uh, yep. That hit number one on Spotify's top 50 U.S. streaming chart and number two on the top 50 global chart. Uh, so, I mean, it's just. It's just crazy. Oh, and here's where the Journey reference comes in. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, because uh, that song came out in 1983. So it also... Um, oh, that was the end of last season, though. Yeah, correct. That was. I think that was the end of season three, was it not? When that song... I th- yes, I think, think so. so. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was last episode, season, season three... Uh, yeah, anyways, I think that song was featured. And of course, at the same time, um, you know, that, you know, their albums even, I think shot up the charts charts. So it's, it's just crazy. So uh, it's, it's really cool. I guess it's another way of paying tribute to some of these uh, artists from way back then. I mean, it only makes sense, I suppose, if you're doing a series that is set back in the mid 1980s, you're going to want to feature music from that era. So yeah. Uh, so they picked a bunch of uh, really cool tunes, I guess. So bunch of bangers. Yeah, definitely. The, I, I saw a tweet that crushed me, so I'm going to crush all of us. Uh, Master of Puppets was released on March 3rd, 1986. Stranger Things 4 takes place during spring break 1986. So Eddie, between week long sessions of Dungeons and Dragons, school, and his side hustle, had two weeks to learn the title track without tabs or internet. <laughs> there you go. Good and job. I mean, Good Master job. of Puppets uh, isn't the easiest song to learn. Yeah. So, uh, no kidding. That's, um, you know, still bands to this day can't even fucking pull it off. So, and you know what? Uh, because of the Master of Puppets being, and I'm obviously a big Metallica guy, and because of um, this show coming back, there's a lot of people trying to play the solo that Hammett does and the synchronized solo that James and Hammett do. And, um, I was like, I was watching it and I was like, holy shit, 
like uh, these guys are still ripping it and yeah. like they're they're zooming in on the finger. So I went back and watched the latest performance of Master of Puppets that they shot, whatever it is. And yeah, Hammett's still playing that fast. Like they, yeah. he hasn't lost it. So it, it's pretty cool to see that not only uh, are these guys still ripping, that they're still able to keep up from their old selves. And in fact, Metallica posted on their Instagram, uh, welcome to welcome all the new listeners to. They they put out a statement. Um, no, that's it, counts. But they said pretty much welcome all new people. The Metallic family, we're happy to have you. And then they paid tribute by playing. They were wearing the Hellfire Club shirt and they played Master Puppets in the recording studio, whatever it was. So yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's right on. All right, uh, let's talk music. Uh, you're going to be happy with this. Shit, I can't play it. Can you load the fucking music? I'm useless. I'll you get that running are, while we have our yes, break. I'll are. get it going. I'll get it going. <laughs> uh, you're going to be half stoked about this one. Because of your music and my music, what merges was this song. Yeah. Uh, oh. Well, first off, this is uh, Within oh, Temptation. Let me turn it down. Sorry. Hang on. Oh, no. Okay. Let it, let it rip. Uh, so this is the first track. This is actually the pick of the week. Uh, Within Temptation, this song's called Don't Pray For Me. They've actually released four singles off this upcoming album, which is a little weird, but uh, I think this is the strongest out of the four. It's called Don't Pray For Me. Um, I really love Czech metal. You know, this is more orchestra metal. You can, you know, broader, like Within Temptation, uh, In This Moment, who I featured a couple weeks ago. Fucking love those guys. And of course, back in the day, Evanescence. You know, their first album is still one of the still underrated albums, which I actually forgot to mention during last week's talk about our first, you know, our, our uh, debut releases. So Evanescence right. fallen down. But anyways, this song, Within Temptation, Don't Pray For Me, is the fourth single off the band's independent release, and it'll be on their next studio album coming out. And I actually saw these guys open for In Flames just kind of before lockdown. It was one of the last few shows I saw in uh, 2019 at the Vogue. So great live band. I quite enjoyed the song. What do you think? Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. You're right. I, I guess uh, I was trying to think of some other bands that are sort of similar or that sound yeah. the same, you know, female vocalists and stuff like that. And and I guess Evanescence is maybe a is good there. comparison if you want to be, if you want to say that's fair a comparison, I suppose. If it's even fair to compare. Uh, yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's a good tune. I've never heard of these yep. guys before either. So, uh, so good stuff. Yeah, look up the back catalog if you yeah. kind of dig it. It's pretty good. How long have they been around? Uh, I, I think they're, well, this this new album is going to be their fourth album coming right. out. So okay. they have three albums prior to this. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, a great band. Awesome band live. And this chick's hot. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't really beat that. Yeah. Um, one that you're going to dig is cool. because of my pop music and love of breakdown metal. And because I listen to your stuff, it kind of gets fed into the YouTube algorithm. <laughs> and this band came up. Uh, Grave Bathers, which is funny because we t- took a bath for our 100th episode. Yeah. Um, Tarman Cometh. Uh, I never heard of these guys before. Uh, this video has 186 views, kind of like our podcast. But <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> uh, so they're in the same boat we are in. But uh, I thought this band was pretty great. Uh, this band is coming off their first record, which is out August the 5th. So I will definitely check this out. Uh, what do you think of the mashup of music into this song that's kind of Steven music? What do you think of this? Well, so, sorry if I got the songs mixed up, because I think you wanted to kind of go into this, oh, no, this song okay. first. But uh, yeah, and I ended up playing your pick of the week. But uh, I, uh, how did you find this again? So Spotify 
no, found this, this for you or what? This is uh, YouTube. It was YouTube. Okay. Yep. This is well. Number one, the name is so fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> like it's just like grave bathers. Yeah. Uh, I love this stuff. I, I never heard of them before. Um, this is just, just they're from Philadelphia. Um, yeah. They have released an EP, I think, last year or a couple years ago. So yeah, this is their first full studio album that's coming out in August. I love this shit, man. I I love it so much that I purchased their EP. I did that right away, and I'm going I'll, and I'll be looking at their album when it comes out in August. Um, fuck, this is awesome. But this this just sums up our show in a fucking notch because <laughs> it's all the shit that all the algorithms yeah. and uh, privacy and cookies and all this shit, including bathers. You know, like, <laughs> it doesn't get much better than this. And I laughed. I'm still laughing. Is and it currently this? Yeah. Uh, this video has oh they're moving up in the world they have uh, 868 views so they're doing a little better better than our show but uh, we're all on the same boat it actually it's actually probably pronounced bathers so grave bathers, bathers yeah. and not bathers grave bathers but fuck yeah, still what a name so. man it's yeah. just uh, it's just amazing so cool uh, I, this is the just just the kind of the heavy classic or retro sounding metal that i really love and i've been listening to a lot so uh so so pretty good and this song really gets ends up ripping here at down like listen to it listen to the full song it it rips pretty good yeah as always all our picks of the week will be posted at oldmanhealerclouds.com so check that out steven does a good job keeping that up to date um but yeah that's that those are my tunes of the week what do you uh what are you rocking out to this week it's some heavy shit yeah, really cool. Um, let me just pause that. Okay, so I um, uh, my pick of the week is a song that I was actually going to wanting to play the last uh, little bits or the last couple weeks, anyways. Um, it's it's a new album from a band called uh, Telekinetic Yeti. Um, they are a band. They're out of Iowa somewhere, I believe. Dubik, Dubuk, Dub. Dubecue, whatever. I, I pronounce yeah. things like you do sometimes. I just kind of, well, well, I mean, just kind of wing it, right? And I probably we try. I probably you know? trash it pretty good, but some fucking small town in Iowa, I guess. <laughs> um, I saw these guys actually. I think they opened for Elder at the um, uh, at the Astoria, probably four or five years ago, or whenever, something like that. Sweet. Yeah, so uh, that's how I first discovered them. I um, I, re- I went to see Elder, obviously, and this was one of those bands that I was unfamiliar with. I showed up early and I caught these guys. Just just yeah, an awesome, awesome live show. And they're only a two-piece. Um, can I play? Uh, I'm going to try and play uh, the one song here. This uh, My pick of the week is a song called Ancient Nug. And uh, let me just turn the volume up here a little bit. Um but yeah, but yeah, great band. So yeah, this was this was actually the track. Uh, even though I was going to post a song a couple weeks ago, uh, the album was just released. The full album was released on Friday. Their second album, and uh, so I purchased it digitally on um, on Bandcamp because I just love it so much. And I ended up picking up the vinyl yesterday because it was so cheap. So awesome. Because the funny thing is on Bandcamp they didn't they didn't have any vinyl of, available. It's just the um just the digital uh edition. 
And I thought, well, okay, I know they're touring here in Vancouver, I think, next month at the rickshaw. Uh, you know, if I wanted to go, I could probably pick up a copy of vinyl there. But the thing is, I don't know if I'm going. I'd love to see them again. Yeah. Anyways, I just, for 23 bucks, I think, I pitch, picked up the vinyl copy yesterday when it's at Neptune. So it's a good shit. I, I love just, again, it's more heavier, doom-sounding metal and uh, really good tune. No, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. You know, it's same. You're, it's it's the wheelhouse. I know I'm always gonna get a grindy, old school, fuzz sounding band. Yeah, definitely. You know, I'm gonna go back and dig into these kids when, uh, you know, when we when I usually edit these episodes now, I always try to listen to your picks and then kind of listen to the full album underneath it because yeah. I do enjoy this stuff. I know it's not in my wheelhouse of shit, but I do and I quite enjoy it. So yeah. Uh, did I mention there are two piece? I mean, there's yes. yeah, there's only two guys playing, so uh, which is bad. Just a great sound for for the two of them. So yeah, so good stuff. Telekinetic Yeti, check them out. And that's a great name. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how they came up with that as well. So <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Uh, let's hit the pause on that if I can. Here we go. Uh, here's a song. I'm gonna I'm gonna I got a second song here as well. This song I, yeah, yeah. I also wanted to play. Uh, last week, uh, can I get that up here now? I've got too many fucking tabs open here again. So, uh, <laughs> I do between our prep and the music and stuff. Anyway, let's turn it up. Is it up? No, I don't know. Oh, I, I can it's... hear it. She's about to get loud. I think so. Oh, here we go. Okay. Just a little bit of, uh, there we go. Oh yeah. There she goes. There it goes. So I, I've been familiar with this band for, um, for, for quite a while, actually. Uh, they are from um, their band called Death God, and they play death metal, and they are from Morley, Alberta. Morley is, a, uh, is on, a, um, on the Stony Nakoda First Nation, just east of Canmore, where I'm from. Uh, yep. So it's comprising of the Bearspaw, Chiniki, and Wesley First Nations in Alberta. Yeah, death metal, man. And I'm not a big fan of death metal, but I discovered these guys probably four or five years ago. They came out with an EP, uh, and now they've released this single called With All My Hate. Yeah. Uh, and it sounds like they're full of hate in this song, that's for sure. And um, So they released this single on July 1st. They've also released a limited run T-shirt uh, to kind of celebrate this song. So I purchased both. I, th- I got the, I got the T-shirt coming uh, on. Uh, well, whenever it comes, I don't know. I think they were just in the works or just printing them at the time. But for twenty bucks, I got a T-shirt. Purchased this single, and I really love this stuff. Again, I'm not a. It's, death metal gets a little bit tricky sometimes, and yep. Uh, these guys are a bunch of great musicians. Uh, the music's great. Vocals are fucking heavy, but, um, yeah, good, good song. I love this. <laughs> is the t-shirt the logo that's in this video right now? Yes. Yeah, this yes. is a killer t-shirt, yeah. man. Like, I love this logo. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's the, I, 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 I picked it up as soon as I saw this too. And again, yeah. I bought it on, on Bandcamp and so... You know, supporting the band, supporting the music, so uh, really cool stuff. 
Nope, yep, nope, that's a sweet logo. Again, I'm with you with the Death Metal Camp. I've, I like very limited amounts. Yeah. And I didn't dig, I, did, I kind of dug this. The thing with me is I hate Tremelo picking, and that's just kind of like the super fast up and down on one strain because Cradle Filth do it all the time, and yeah. it pisses me off. Yeah. Uh, but they do it at the beginning of the song, and then it's gone. Yeah. So I was like, ah, and then it gets gone. So now it's, you know, this shit, and yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I don't mind this. This was a, uh, this put some hair in my balls when I got my <laughs> coffee this morning. Uh, so. It'll it'll rattle those fucking any screws in your fucking door too. I'm sure as long. Hopefully they're screwed in tight. Oh no, I got sound dampening. Those uh, screws aren't going anywhere. Excellent, good stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we uh, as always, everything's posted on Old Men Who Yell at Clouds dot com. Picks of the week. Uh, anything else that we find, any of those articles that we mentioned earlier about the COVID, we'll post that. I, I've sent that to you, so it's in your thingy. Yes. Um, but, uh, you know, it's uh, always, always so many. I mean, I had a couple more songs I wanted to get to, but, you know, we only have two hours here, people. Uh, uh, there's been a lot of good shit being released lately, so it, it's nice to see that, uh, you know, artists are still keeping busy, pumping out some great tunes. Uh, keeping That's all true. of us fans happy, so lots to lots of new stuff to uh, discover all the time. Yes, yeah, this is true. Uh, before we get going here, you finished Star War, or Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. I knew the season kind of dropped off, but did it pick back up for an awesome conclusion? Yeah, thanks, thanks for bringing that up. I, um, it, you know, I, I, I think because of how this uh, series is set, it's kind of set as a prequel to the Star Wars, uh, the original series, uh, yeah. way back in the, way back in the sixties, uh, the late sixties. So that's what really kind of caught my interest. Uh, I've been enjoying it and then it kind of hit a couple really bad episodes. There were, <laughs> there were in, in particular episode eight, I won't get into what it was about or anything. Let's just say I fucking hated it. It was, it was awful. You know what? I couldn't even wa- finish watching that episode. That re- oh, wow. that rarely happens, you know. Once I start something, I kind of feel vested, and you know, you kind of have to, okay, I'm going to see this through, uh, that sort of thing. I couldn't watch that episode. It had nothing to do with the rest of the series, with the other episodes. It was just way the fuck out there, and okay. um, so I, I I didn't I had every intention of watching episode nine when it was when it was out. So it's not like I dropped the series or anything like that, but I just couldn't I couldn't yeah. watch that episode. Uh, thankfully, things picked up for episode nine, and episode ten was fantastic. I cool. uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, season or episode ten was the finale for the season, so uh, so obviously I think there's a lot of story left in this series. Uh, hopefully, they are going to see it through and give it a proper ending. I don't know how many more series there will be for this particular show but uh anyways yeah. it, it did end really well uh i i actually really enjoyed it and i'm looking forward to season two whenever that is so so it was really good stuff i'll watch it when i have three seasons i'm a track you know yeah and you know I, I and i hate watching a series just for it to have it canceled i'll i'll get invested like two three series episodes or two three seasons into it and then give her a spin. Yeah. I, I, you but, know, you mentioned that before. And you know what? I think you're missing out on a lot of TV by just waiting until... I mean, there's a lot of seasons, a lot of series are just one season. I know I know this one yes, is not that. There's a but, few. But there are, there, are, um, there are series that are actually even three episodes and that's it, right? So, you know, to wait for season three when there may not even be a season three... 
whether it's canceled yeah. or or not, uh, you could be missing out on some stuff. We actually watched a TV show the other day, um, this earlier this week, called Archangel. Okay. Uh, it's uh, it's a CV. It's a three three episode series with Daniel Craig. It was oh, it was uh, I think it came out in 1995, just before his James Bond days. Anyways, just before that James first James Bond film that he did. Uh, it's uh, it was good, and again. It was only intended to be, I think, three episodes. They probably could have done a little bit more and dragged it out to another couple episodes. But, but it's one of those things where you know it was always intended to be a short series, and uh, you know I think it it was it was entertaining for sure. It, yeah. it's, you know, it's, and I think it's maybe even worth worth checking out if you're a fan of Daniel Craig and and of course it deals with these fucking Russians and. Uh, those fucking dirty Russians, or they always fucking get into everything. They always, they always oh, cause trouble, Russians. eh? Um, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, um, you shouldn't wait for three seasons, seasons. of an episode in order to get interested in it. So, uh, well, yeah, and it just comes down to time. I mean, once oh, I course, get you gaming. Course. Yeah. You're gonna not watch anything. You're gonna play <laughs> your fucking games until you can't stand, until your fingers bleed. Well, look, that's the okay. Uh, that's the plan. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, uh, you know, you've got it. You've got to call me next time you're downtown. That's the only thing. Oh no, I'll drop it off. I'm downtown again this week, so right. uh, I'll arrange a pickup. Um, yeah. So speaking of that, uh, folks, listeners, uh, we're taking a little, uh, many. We're we're splitting our summer vacation. We usually take four weeks off, but we still want to bring you new episodes. So we're taking two weeks off this week. So so next week and the week after, we're gone. We're back for a couple more weeks. Uh, during that time, we'll try to get a guest. I don't know who it's going to be yet. It's either going to be uh, Brent Donnelly or it's going to be a uh, local influencer. Her name's Erica Tisdale. She's trying to get up and running. So it'll be one of those two people for one of those three episodes that we're going to record. And then uh, you, Steve, and you're going on a little break. So we're yep. taking another two weeks there. And then uh, we'll ride hard till Christmas. Um, so that's kind of what our plans are. Uh, but uh, having said that, do you want to talk about anything else? I do not. We, we've always got lots to talk about. We've always got lots of music to play too. But let's, uh, yeah. let's wrap. We've been chatting for a while. Uh, I do. We do. Uh, when, the, when we had Steve Stebbing on, we kind of uh, we tried something new. We played through Caius's album. And uh, I've had some requests from some friends trying to do that. So maybe we'll plan it play an album yeah do an album review deep dive because there is a lot of albums having birthdays especially 50 years old like the led zeppelin four stones matt or uh the rolling stones sticky fingers sabbath master reality uh, those cool albums we could talk about maybe we'll get someone else who's more qualified to talk about music than we are too for one of those two because that's well that's just always good to have a third or fourth person listening with us and kind of helping yeah. us along and uh well not helping us but like just you know just somebody else's uh perspective on some of this classic music that we love so much and we always go back to and uh yeah maybe somebody has just uh got a different kind of viewpoint of things so and just to hear what maybe their favorite track is from from those albums right because they'll be, exactly chances are they'll be totally different than than what we might pick so uh, I just, uh, the album's turning 50. The Eagles, the Eagles album is turning 50. But the Eagles are coming to Vancouver to play 
Hotel California in its entirety. Did you see that announcement? I have no interest in seeing that. Fuck, oh, you don't fuck go the fuck? Eagles. No, no. Okay. Fuck them. <laughs> well, then I will leave that. I won't talk about that anymore. So with the fuck the Eagles, I will say you can find us wherever you get your podcasts from. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, and of course, Google Podcasts. Black, Indigenous, and People of Color Lives Matter. Fuck cancer. Science is real. Continue to get vaccinated. Continue to also wear your goddamn mask. A woman's body is your own fucking business, and please take care of yourself and be kind, okay? If you like that podcast, please hit that subscribe button on whatever platform it is you're listening on. If you don't like this podcast, we'll try it in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We will talk to you soon. Bye. Fuck the Eagles. Fuck the Eagles. So you just wasted between 15 minutes and two hours of your time? Was it worth it? Nope. But you have more time to kill, you say? Find out about everything you just listened to and more at oldmenwhoyellatclouds.com. 